Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. To quote Marv Albert, not exactly what the Philadelphia Eagles had in mind. Welcome inside. Happy Monday. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend. His name is Mike Harmon. And as our open was playing and you're hearing Prowler and you're listening to Bill Belichick say, I hate that song. I hate that song. A pick six by the Cowboys to start the second half. Diggs takes it all the way. He reads the route 
about 56 yards, and it is now a 27-7 Cowboys lead over the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, 14.07 to go in the third quarter. It's been a big night for the Cowboys. Dak Prescott has looked good. Ezekiel Elliott has looked good. Tony Pollard has looked good. Uh, basically, this is what the Cowboys envision, Mike Harmon, even though you know they don't get it on fourth and one at the goal line, and Mike McCarthy says, oh, a minute to try to score at the end of the half. No, we don't want that. Things are still turning out good for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, that's what it means you're living right. If you can do all those things incorrectly and still have this big lead, and, and as you said, Diggs sees the route, Smith goes tumbling, whatever that was, uh, and then you have the walking in unimpeded 59 yards for the score, but the big goal line stand, the ap- absolute domination in the first half. I mean, just run through the numbers. 42 plays to 18, 19 first downs to three for Philadelphia. Philadelphia with the defensive touchdown from Fletcher Cox, but total yardage was double. The seven penalties by the Eagles in the first half, a couple of which was sub- suspect, by the way. Uh, but they get a, a big play to Goddard to start the second half. You're down 20 to seven. It's like you get a score here, all of a sudden you're back in the game. Nah, first down. He then overshoots Goddard, who had plenty of green in front of him, couldn't make that catch. And then on the next play, a pick six. So now it's 27 7, and we'll see the. Cowboys pitting their ear back, ears back and uh, making this one an absolute disaster, an absolute failure for me because uh, I expected at least some sort of effort. But with all of the pageantry and Jerry Jones putting rings on people's fingers, hi, Jimmy Johnson, uh, everything's Cowboys. There's just so much excitement. Yeah, th- this is this is like uh, Browns Bears yesterday. You know what? Oh, I'm sorry. Is that too soon, buddy? I'm sorry about that. Buddy, most of what I want to say, I've said on the airwaves. So, like, all the Johnny-come-latelys of, oh, maybe it's Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy. No kidding. No kidding. I've been saying that for how many years on this show? That the guy's terrible. That he got a job he shouldn't have. He's out out coached, outmanned, outgunned. I can do all the Hamilton lyrics while I'm at it. Uh, But, you know, one thing he might be right about, that Justin Fields wasn't ready to be on the field. So those things can be true. Matt Nagy, uh, we're outgunned, we're outmanned, <laughs> I, I, we're outnumbered, we're outplanned. Uh, yeah, just a bad game by oh, us. it was and awful. Everybody is on the table to start a quarterback next week for the Bears. Even Nick just in Foles case you now. missed that today. Yeah. All three quarterbacks could start for the Bears next week. Andy Dalton, if he's healthy, it could be Justin Fields, could also be Nick Foles. Could also be Johnny Lujak, it could be Sid Luckman, it could be Ryan Sandberg, yeah. could be Bob Avellini. It could be Vince Vaughn. He's from Chicago. These are all your possibilities to play quarterback for the Bears next Sunday. I slammed a mug on a table and it broke. (laughs) (laughs) It was, uh, I was listening to the press conference live, which started over 50 minutes late, mind you. Yeah. For those unaware uh, of that part of the the, the frivolity, right? You, you got the quotes, and I'm sure over the course of the afternoon, you've seen them in your Twitter timeline. You've seen the videos of Nagy. Uh, the fact was that it it's, was a press conference that was supposed to start noon uh, Central Time, 10 o'clock Pacific, started about, uh, well, 12.52. So <laughs> there was speculation for a good half hour that, did he get fired? 
<laughs> no, he was just figuring out what not to be able to say because they still don't have anybody in their public relations worth a damn to have him ready to answer the most basic questions. Wow, you're so mad. You're mad at the public relations department. That's pretty – as mad as I've ever been at the Jets and look like after yesterday, it's like, oh, my God, really? I've never been mad at the PR department. No, the point that, is nobody, new, man. Look nobody at threw him a damn curveball. These were all is... questions you should have been prepared for, <laughs> particularly if you take an extra hour in your preparation. You know what? I'm not ready for the presentation. Stall them. Show them a video that we made about all the great things on campus and everything they'll get to do when they get here. Oh, just hey, so I'm a first-time caller. I really want to call out that public relations team not having the questions all ready for the, for the head coach. I mean, you can blame the quarterback and the offensive coordinator and the head coach and whoever you want to, but you got you to tell me, you got to have that PR department's got to be ready. You got you to get the PR. You got to fire the PR guy, his assistant, whoever's in charge of the social media. All these people got to go. You look at that PR department. I'll hang up and listen. Look. A couple of years ago, my Halloween costume was based on something he said in a press conference in, re- in return fire for a question that he got. He started to answer it, and he goes, well, you know, I'm not an idiot. Mm. And all these years later, we're still showing week in, mm. week out that that's no, not necessarily no, no, wrong, no, no. a wrong assessment no. uh, that was made uh, and that, that he was feeling it. I'm going to bring it back out. Yeah, I'm bringing it back out again. But, like, today, listening to him, it, it's it, – look, been, whoever preps him – what we know what the truth is, but you at least still have to look like you're you're in charge. You Ooh. at least have to pretend yeah, that you're I don't still know. in it's charge. Tough to pretend if you're in charge. If you're not really in charge, it's hard to pretend you're in charge. It's hard to do. Now, that. And then here's the thing: if he's not, who is? And again. Justin Fields Andy did Dalton look ready. Andy in charge. A- A- Andy Dalton, because he's the only one that comes out. We have to do the best thing for Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's the guy. Andy Dalton is in charge. He's the puppet master. He's the one with everything going on. I got a string. I got, ah, we're going, ah, look, got no strings on me. Uh, he's the one pulling all the everything. So he Somehow, is ultra. He's in there okay. with power. Somehow he's in there with power. No, it's good. Uh, so, just part of the night ahead of us here. If we're already starting with Mike Harmon ripping the Bears PR department, you know what kind of night it's going to be. I hate them all. Um, again, still 27-7 Cowboys with the lead over the Eagles. We'll have more on this game uh, throughout the night. But it, it, it's, it's very strange because today there was a great phenomenon where we are just trying to turn the page from week three and break down what happened. And then, you know, as the week goes on, you get into week four. You have things I like. We're looking ahead. But we've already turned the page to Patriots-Bucks. We've already turned the page to Belichick-Brady, right? Already there's promos airing. Uh, NFL uh, on NBC is airing promos with Adele's hello, uh, you know, yeah. showing Brady playing for both the Bucks and the and the Patriots, and it's all about this, and Belichick's answering questions already about Brady in the press conference. I was like, we've turned the page. It's like, yeah, whatever we saw week three, doesn't matter. It's all out the window. We're gonna go. We're, we're on to Belichick versus Brady, which is which is right? really sad because to me it's a shrug. Like I I don't care. I don't. Oh expect... no! Dude, come on, man. This no, is, this the is fact that deal, Tom man. Curran decided to be a jerk in the press dude, press conference with him. Deal, it's like Are you it's done, man. These two they hate each other and they're gonna and play maybe they do. Each other. That's fine. And this, this is gonna be. Oh, are you kidding? This. Oh, but dude, unless they're gonna go fight at midfield. Oh no! Because we had more fights in the stands in the video. I'm gonna start a site that just is called Stands Fight. 
stands stands right. No, th- this is and look. And if you think that there's not stakes, uh, let mm, stakes uh, today. Belichick talking about the the upcoming game with Brady tells you that right now Bill Belichick is in the fight of his football life because things have not gone well post Tom Brady. Right. But last year he got the benefit of the doubt because, hey, you know, look, Brady's gone. We don't have any money. I'm going to draft a guy that's a reach in our first post Tom Brady draft pick. We're not trying to win. Right. That was the whole thing with the Patriots last year. We're not trying to win because Belichick knew I can't compete with Brady. Brady's on a team that's ready to go. They're loaded. But I wanted to push him out. I want to be rid of him. Now I am. We can't do anything this year. So Belichick got a pass for last year. Now this offseason, what'd they do? They went out and they signed so many big players. They brought in two tight ends and two and three wide receivers and, and they brought players back on defense. And it hasn't worked. And the Patriots have looked just okay. They are a really bad Jets team away from being 0-3. And now here are the questions coming to Bill Belichick. Now, normally, Belichick just kind of says, yeah, nah, we, we've talked about that, and, and we move on. But listen to his answer today when he's asked in the press conference about Brady leaving and, and what it's like since then and the decision that went into that. Listen to Belichick's answer. Bill, over the course of you and Tom's time together, you said dozens of times that there was no quarterback you would rather have. When did that change? No, it never changed. So you wanted Tom to re-sign here after the 2019 season? Well, I think we've been through all the dynamics of that. You know, he looked at his options and made his decision. We weren't as good an option as uh, Tampa. It wasn't a question of not one, that's for sure. Okay, first of all, it's a load of crap. Two things that are a load of crap with Belichick. One, we've been through this. No, we've not been through it. Because when it came up at the time, you just say, I'm not talking about it. And now the time has gone by, you can say, well, we've been through it. No, you haven't. Just because you refused to answer it the first time around doesn't mean we've been through it. It just meant you ignored it. And now you want to play the, well, we already talked about it. I've already talked about that. Really, where, where, where's, your, where's your statements on it? Where, what, where's everything you're saying about Tom Brady? So just understand that that's Belichick doing that. But here he is saying, we want Tom back. All reports that we got from all the NFL insiders, people that have been, that covered this story front to back, said that the the two things that happened: Brady got an offer that was less than the offer he got to play in 2019, and Tom Brady, who played that year for 24 million dollars, and the offer was less. Then there was a two-year offer for 25 million dollars a year, which is about what Drew Brees got for his last couple of years in New Orleans. However, it was never made clear how much of that money Brady was going to see. And still, you're talking about Tom Brady, who is still playing well. He's coming off a down year, yes, but this is still a guy that you say, hey, we're going to lowball you so you leave. That's exactly what the Patriots did. We're going to lowball you so you leave. And if you take this money, well, okay then. We'll just wait a year and you know we'll, we'll spend our money other places. We'll save some cash, but Tom is staying, so all right, we'll go one more year. But he absolutely is trying to play revisionist history. They wanted to lowball Brady to get him out. And here he is now saying it was Tom's decision to leave. Right? And that was a couple of things he said in the rest of the press conference. You know, Tom wanted to go. His offer from the Bucks was better. We made him an offer. He wanted to go. Because Belichick knows that if they get thumped this week, that suddenly it's going to be, 
oh, yeah, the, the, all the votes are in, and they've all been counted legally, and it's Brady greater than Belichick, right? Because Belichick got the benefit of the doubt for last year. But now here they are, all the people you've brought in to replace Tom Brady, and we stink, and we just got thumped by the Bucks, And now we're 1-3, and three, and we're no better, and we're worse than we were last year. And we just watched Brady win the Super Bowl, and now he's probably on the way to at least getting close to that again, and now where are we? And everything will turn against Belichick. And the genius that he's been for 20 years is going to get chipped away, and it's going to be a revolt in New England. Maybe it's not Belichick. Maybe it was all Brady, because clearly look at what uh, Brady has done since he left, and look at what's happened to us since he left. Sunday is a huge, huge game. It's, you say once one game in, in the column? No. This is Belichick versus Brady, who the winner is. Because if Brady wins this game, it doesn't matter. Everything is, is, is a snowball going downhill for him. If the Patriots somehow win, okay, you keep it alive a little bit, but this is a really big game because if the Patriots lose this game, and they probably will because their defense has not been good, I mean, and, and their offense just cannot move the football, this is a really, really difficult thing. They lose this game, and suddenly Belichick looks so much smaller than he has been. He is fighting. He's in the fight of his football life reputation-wise because everybody – everybody who's watched a football game in their life is going to see this game Sunday and go, yep, well, it must have been all Brady. And and people who say, oh, it was all Belichick are going to go, uh, yeah, I don't see that. I, I, I look at where Brady is at 44, and he's, that's why he wants to play till 50, right? Because he still wants to stick it to Belichick. You think you can outlast me? I'll play to 50, man. I'll outlast you because if you suck, I'm going to be playing and you're going to be retired. Hey, look what I'm going to do. I'll play till I'm 50 years old. Belichick is in the fight of his football life for his reputation this week. Yeah, I still think this is one of the silliest arguments of all time uh, to just completely dismiss what he did as a coach for two decades because he loses after, you know, the guy that's called the goat leaves, right? It's awful hard to replace the guy. And as we know, and we watch across the National Football League right now, being a rookie quarterback is hard. It's hard. And you move forward. And yeah, they tried to lowball him. You know why? Because he'd always taken less. <laughs> So they said, here's the constraints of what we're doing. You want to stay or don't? And in terms of had he addressed it before? Sure. They put out a statement, right? He answered in the the presser with all all of the the guys in attendance and women in in attendance uh, and said, you know, said I addressed it. It was like, well, yeah, I put out a statement back then. And he did. Tom was not just a player who brought it, bought into our program He was one of its original creators. Hello. Tom lived and perpetuated our culture. How are you? On a daily basis, he was a tone setter and a bar raiser. He won championships in three. I mean, he he kissed his ass in this thing. Oh, I'm sorry to see it end. What more do people want? Is he supposed to get down on his knees and beg, baby, come back? No, it was done. Tom Brady decided he wanted to move to Florida and go hang out with Bruce Arians. Uh, Tom Brady wanted to stay. If they, if they made an offer, here, here's what your value is. Here's $38 million a year for the next two or three well, years. Brady go. No, he stays. He stays. They pushed him out. They wanted him to go. Look, it was a relationship that needed to go. And look, I'm not saying Brady was really happy. Like, but if they made that offer, Brady stays. He's been with one but, team. But like with career, everything in, in all the insiders and all the greatness, I always take it with a grain of salt. Remember all the insiders thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be playing anywhere else this year, Smith. Where is he playing? Okay, that has nothing to do with this story. No, but, okay. but no, 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 no. But you just say all the insiders said they pushed. It's like it's somebody else's distorted reality. We don't know what truth was. 
though, hey, the, the contract and in the offers end, he left. In, that was all the offers that came in. They wanted him. Go, they wanted him to go. And Brady, Brady, at that point, Brady wanted to go. He's like, "Well, I'm not staying. I'm not going to have you lowball me after I took all less money for all these years. I'm done." And and it was. It was and he also would knew that go. the roster was not going to be ready to continue winning. Because they weren't going to spend money because they wanted Brady out so they could redo the team. Why would you not spend money to put more uh, players around Tom Brady? Did, did they have there? a ton of money to spend? I forgot. I, weren't they up against the cap? They would have they would have said, listen, stay for a year. We got money for it, and we'll reload next year. You don't want to keep Brady for a year? You think you have a better chance of winning without him? Of course you want to keep him and say, okay, but then next year we'll spend more money. And okay, but we're still not going to give you money, Tom. We'll give all this kind of money to 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 Hunter Henry and and Johnu Smith and all these guys to come in and catch one or well, two. Well, that came in after the the year after that. That's that's not germane to the conversation because that money was spent given, this they year. They still could have given him money and said, okay, this is what you're going to make this year. This is what you'll make next year. It'll be more money here. We're going to rate it this way. We can give you this kind of signing bonus. They they could have found a way to give Tom Brady more money. But they didn't. They, Belichick wanted If he takes the offer, great. We'll keep him for another year or whatever it is. But if not, we're going to let him go. That's what it was. That, 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 both sides wanted, wanted each other. And he went to a team that was and better said, no. and ready to yeah. win right now. Yeah. And now, if Brady wins again, now forget it. Every, there's not going to be one person that says, yes, it's all Belichick. It's going to be, it's all Brady. I don't look think where, look, anybody look that was saying it was is. all one or the other is an idiot. All Brady. But <laughs> I'm telling you how it's going to go. I'm telling and you, I, and, and no I'm, t- I'm telling you how back. simplistic people are. Then no one's going to have how, Belichick's how back. How much of a lunatic's errand this whole thing is if it's supposed to be a hundred percent one way or the other? Yeah, because he comes in and beats Mac Jones and the Patriots. That's supposed to prove some sheer dominance post you know their time together. I, I just don't get it. I don't buy it. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey guys, it's Steve Covino from Covino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. During the big session that Kevin Durant was having with the media a very special guest decided to pop in and ask some questions of Kevin Durant. In case you haven't heard, you can play along and try to figure out the mystery voice of who was asking questions to Kevin Durant. Dave from Basketball Digest. Kevin, uh, KD, why, why do people call you KD? Um, can I call you KD? Or? Yeah. Okay. My first name is Kevin. Uh-huh. Right. And my second name, my last right, name. My second name. My last name is Durant with a D. KD, uh, this year, how, what percentage do you plan on giving on the court? 90, 95, 100, 110? What are we looking at? Uh, 110. 110. There it is. I mean, it's pretty good. Going to give 110%. Uh, David Letterman. I mean, and this is a guy that we have rarely seen since he retired in the last six years. Right, he he leaves in 2015. He did a couple of Netflix specials. Uh, he was in the Between Two Ferns, the movie. We've seen an interview with Martha Stewart, and here he is suddenly. Whoa, he's at Media Day for the Net. Whoa, he's doing Media Day for the Nets. You know, he goes on to ask and say, "Hey, uh, one more question. Uh, you know, when you play the Pelicans, do you giggle a little bit?" And even he got Kevin Durant to break right there, and he laughed. Well, he and- also asked if he could play for your Knicks on on yeah. nights off. I mean, yeah, no, Katie didn't like he didn't, he didn't like that question. I think I don't think Katie liked that we go play for the next question. Uh, and you know, and and seeing it today, 
just made me realize how much I miss him on television because when he left or was forced out, right, there was this big push to, hey, we have to get younger at late night, and Letterman has been doing it for so long, and Leno's been doing it for so long. We got to have new blood in there. We got to put in Stephen Colbert. We got to put in Jimmy Fallon. And the world changed. And, you know, everything is about, everything now is about politics. You know, that's all, that's all that, that, that makes big news. And every comedy success that we've seen is about long-form bits and sketches and how they do virally, right? Not that Letterman didn't do bits and sketches, but everything that, that, uh, that Jimmy Fallon does and we see now for all the different shows, it's all, hey, look at this long-form bit and sketch and how it is virally. You know, it's, it's, it's karaoke. It's, it's guests on and they're singing and they're pressing the wheel. This is all that is comedy. There's nothing that comes from Jimmy Fallon, what he says in a monologue or what anybody else says in a monologue, whether it's Seth Meyers or, 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 or Stephen Colbert, nothing. It's all about, hey, can we create some kind of fun, long-form bit and have it, have it play and get clicks the next day? And it, 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 it's, you know, Letterman wasn't that kind of guy. Letterman was somebody who was really funny, and whether he was doing a monologue, he knew how to interview somebody and, and didn't just, you know, didn't just giggle and say, that's great, that's great, and, and break like Jimmy Fallon does all the time uh, in personal situations. And he used some of the bits he did as just kind of filler. Hey, here's a short two-minute bit when I went to McDonald's today. And you can tell that, and, but it was all about him. It was all about him doing things like driving through the drive through going, can I get a Diet Coke and about 30 straws and see if they would give it to him? Go, that was kind of Letterman. And seeing it today... And seeing him on, it's like, boy, I really miss him because he was funny. And I, I don't know if this is him kind of feeling his way back and going, all right, after six years of being away and seeing that there's been no one to take up that mantle, I wonder if he could come back now. You know, he's in his early 70s, but clearly he's still got it. You know, he's still got that comedic timing and, he, and, and he's moving on. I, I really wonder, and I hope he comes back at some point because you realize that you miss him in his brand of comedy that was so interesting. You know, I was always Letterman over Leno because, you know, Leno did the, the, the you know, the, the meat and potato stuff where Letterman was more fun you know his interviews it could be shocking it could be you were uncomfortable during that but you still watch them and you know there's more about the personal touch of comedy that he had that we just don't have right now you know now it's oh did you see what happened on Jimmy Fallon last night well Tina Fey was there and John Cena and they did this thing and 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 then they went out and then George Clooney was there to uh, okay okay well I mean, it's sketch comedy this, that yeah. used to be on Saturday Night Live when it was good yeah it's all the high concept stuff that here are stars and here's this and like you know Letterman could make a great bleeping show with a monologue a couple of guests and and here's Jack Hanna you know I'm gonna I'm gonna bring out some 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 uh animals that are going crazy I mean I really I really have realized how much I miss him and how much we miss him because he's someone that can do the funny and really make you think and make you laugh and not have to worry about I'm gonna be mad about this or here it is we're relying on somebody else to come in and supply us with content or here comes Tom Cruise and James Corden's gonna do a whole thing with Tom Cruise Okay, I get it, but you know, at some point, you got to give me something that focuses and showcases who you are. And we just don't have that as much. Yeah, anymore. still trying to figure out exactly what happened here. Uh, as to uh, <laughs> started seeing David David Letterman trending, and and as we're wont to do, you know, everybody's mind goes to the worst, uh, and then you see him questioning Kevin Durant, and then it's like, all right, did they work out a bit? Is this going to be part of some sketch comedy for I don't know another Netflix special or? Or whatever, but to your point, maybe testing the waters. Uh, obviously, a lot of guys 
that are they're that of that age, either playing in the NBA or watching the NBA, they have no idea who the hell David Letterman is. Uh, in in many respects, I'm sure. Uh, Dave always had the best musical guests. I can tell you that. Like that was mm-hmm. one of oh, the, yeah. the hallmarks yeah. as well. He was a guy who brought on people he was a fan of, whether the suits liked it or not. Not that he didn't have the popular kids and people that were burning up the charts, but no, I look, I'd welcome it. We've got plenty of uh, room for more content. So if we can have him come back and do a little of his, <laughs> you know, kind of laughs, laughs to everything, uh, I could get, I could get on board with that. As long as he doesn't start doing, you know, karaoke games and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he, 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 you definitely see him doing that. Going, boy, he was just so funny. Like Jimmy Fallon, none of those guys could do anything like that. None of those guys. No, zero. None of those guys can do that now. Mm. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. When it comes to this week in the NFL, sometimes it's it look the, the question of what and what happened and the reaction to it is always the number one thing. But sometimes the most important thing is why. Right is why did something happen? Why is this going on? Right, it, that, that, that's that's a big thing. Finding out the why, and there's a couple of stories out there that that people can't seem to understand, and and they get stranger by the day that are really more about the why at this point, right? And and clear case number one we've talked about a little bit last hour, uh, the Chicago Bears and that craptastic effort on Sunday where they had 60 yards of offense and Justin Fields was awful. He threw the ball 20 times. Uh, they didn't protect him. They didn't put him in a position to succeed, probably because, hey, if he succeeds, we got to give him the job and I got to give it back to no, Andy Dalton. No, 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 no. He really no, is you... pushing all the strings here. Uh, but the thing is, is that with all of this going on, suddenly now, what's the fallout after one of the worst offense? Even the Jets had a better performance yesterday Dude, than, than the Bears did. Come on now. But, <laughs> but we, we had way more yards. You had like 60 yards of offense just because you scored. You had 60 yards of offense, man. Syracuse can get 60 yards like in a half. I mean, that's, who that's scored awful. six points? That's awful. You did. At least put six points on the board. We, we, you got we, shut out. You, you are now going to be the part of the answer to a trivia question at the end of the year. There were eight shutouts in the National Football League. <laughs> How many did the Jets have? The answer is seven. All right, but. Here's the thing, the why for the Bears. Why are we at this point, right? And why would something like this happen today when Matt Nagy is asked, okay, well, Andy Dalton's injured and Justin Fields wasn't very good. Uh, hey, what's your quarterback situation for next week like, Matt? And this is what Matt Nagy said. They're all three under consideration right now, you know, in regards to where they're at. So we'll just have to kind of see the next couple of days. We know where Nick's at health-wise, but we just want to keep an eye on, on Justin and Andy. We got, we got to, we got, we're going to see anybody, anybody's out there, not continue to get Justin Fields ready. Not, no, 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 no. We got to see where Andy's at. Maybe now Nick Foles can start. All of these things are out there. And how many times have we asked the question, hey, the bears need an intervention they need to get an, I, what is Matt Nagy thinking? Why is he doing the things that, that doesn't make sense? The bears are awful. Matt Nagy's terrible, which, you know, we've said for many years, what, but why is this happening? Why is this suddenly such a, a an anti-Justin Fields movement and a pro-Andy Dalton movement who hasn't really done anything in a few years in the National Football League? This is where the why is important. Matt Nagy knows coming into this year, he's a smart guy. Here comes Justin Fields. If Justin Fields comes in and plays great and we win, awesome. Hey, everybody wins, right? If Justin Fields comes in, plays well, and we don't win, which is probably the case, I'm getting fired. If Justin Fields comes in and doesn't play well, 
uh, we don't play well, I'm getting fired. If Justin Fields comes in and doesn't play well, it doesn't matter, I'm getting fired. The answer to many of these answers is I'm getting fired. Outside of Fields coming in, taking the job right away, and the Bears winning a lot of games, look how good Justin Fields is. Well, we got to keep Matt Nagy now because, you know, he's his guy. Mostly every scenario involving the Bears is Matt Nagy gets fired, right? That's kind of what it is. How does Nagy keep his job? The only way Nagy keeps his job is if he can say, look, This is my solution. The only way I keep this job is if Andy Dalton wins. Because Andy Dalton was my guy for default. This is the guy we brought in, and I'm telling you, he's the one that has to start. And if Andy Dalton starts and plays well, guess who gets the credit for that? Matt Nagy. Because Dalton is Matt Nagy's guy. All right, Justin Fields is whoever is the next head coach's guy. I mean, there's only a tiny bit that if Justin Fields was Peyton Manning right out of the gate, that this is that this would work out great. But obviously, Justin Fields isn't. He needs time. He needs time. You saw yesterday, even though he wasn't put in a great spot, he needs time to do things. He, Matt Nagy knows Dalton is my guy. All right, I am. I am joining up with Andy Dalton after this year. If we stink, guess who's gone? I'm gone. Andy Dalton's gone, and Justin Fields is here for whoever is the next head coach to come in. So that's why he is so much. I am behind. Andy Dalton because I can get the credit and I could potentially stay if Andy Dalton plays well. Not that Dalton's going to be the guy next year, but just say, hey, look, I got in the playoffs again. We got in last year. The game on Nickelodeon. It was kind of fun. Now we're changed. Look, I got in with Trubisky. Now I'm getting in with Andy Dalton. Hey, give me a chance here and I can do things. He knows. He knows the scenario in which he keeps his job and that is if Andy Dalton plays well and we can squeak our way into the playoffs. This is why he's so beholden to Dalton because Justin Fields, even though he was drafted, and he's there. He's a lame duck. He's a lame duck coach. And he's got one foot out the door, and you know the Bears are going to do it. But if Andy Dalton plays well, he stays. But Justin Fields, he's the next guy's quarterback, and that's why he's sticking with Andy Dalton. Well, a couple of things. No, number one, you, you know what your roster is to a degree. And, and look, the definition of insanity is doing uh, the same thing over and over, knowing, well, the results will be the same, right? Uh, and that's what Matt Nagy does. This goes back to last year. I referenced it when we talked with Jason Lockenfora. The idea, the first part of the year with Mitchell Trubisky, a guy who, like all young quarterbacks, here's the thing, or, or most young quarterbacks, I don't want to say all because people get all mad, but most young quarterbacks from seven on seven and on, they learn how to throw on the run and they can deliver the ball pretty pretty accurately. Not always, but certainly that's part of the game growing up as opposed to the statuesque things that guys learned back in the day. So when we watched the evolution of the Bears a year ago, while Mitchell Trubisky was getting bagged all over the place and it was Matt Nagy kind of floated through on, I don't know, hey, you know, we are what we are. And then he went to Nick Foles' statue and he was terrible. Went back to Trubisky and changed up the offense. Hey, here's a roll. Here he is getting out of the pocket. And what did they do? They scored 30 points a game. All of a sudden, David Montgomery is breaking free. He's got running room. This offensive line, I told you in the preseason, before anybody saw a snap, based on the personnel they were bringing back, was going to be awful and that you were going to need to work around it. And with Andy Dalton, statuesque, you're going to have to get the ball out quickly and and move through. And if you're going to bring in Justin Fields, you, you better be ready to adapt. And what did he not do? I mean, Miles Garrett and, and and pretty much every member of the Browns defense after the game said, wow, that was not what we expected. Thank you. All right, Garrett, four and a half sacks. All right, they had nine for the game. 
Oh, sure. Leaving with uh, one net passing yard if you take the sack yardage away from field six of 20 performance. Performance. Uh, oh, I have some thoughts on that, too. Uh, but th- here's the thing. I, I think both are, are true here is that you've got Nagy, who, who's terrible, uh, and now talk of whether he's going to give up play-calling responsibilities. Yeah, Laser should have the play-calling responsibility. That's where they thrived last year. Why he would take them back uh, and, and try to start again this year is just foolhardy. But the he might have been right in that whether it was reps – whether it was just the offensive line and what they have personnel-wise. They don't have guys that are going to go dominate. But, again, you, if you got a guy like Darnell Mooney who can run down the field and, and open up the, the defense, perhaps, the fact that you don't take any shots and he had one target, the fact that every week you apologize for the lack of targets to Cole Komet four in this game, one catch, 11 yards. At one point he was yelling at Fields because he missed him when he was wide open. Uh, so you have that. So you have a learning curve there. And part of it on the player, part of it on the coach. But for Matt Nagy, uh, this is where you'll get a very tepid defense for me of, well, he might not have been ready, right? Just because you're a first-round pick. And this goes back to all of them because all of them have to some degree sucked. No matter how much we love the arm of Zach Wilson, he's not been good. Mac Jones, we watched him get obliterated, and Sean Payton's history against rookie quarterbacks is well acknowledged, just like Bill Belichick's on the other side. But uh, Mac Jones has been a, a jag. Trevor Lawrence has made, what, three or four plays this season? Like, these guys haven't been good. And being forced to play and go right into a, a lineup, you know what? That's not always the right thing. And, and, and I think we're seeing it. Uh, through the first three weeks of this season. Just because you, you want to have that clock going, you don't want to lose a year of a guy's rookie contract, all of those things. If they're not ready, they're not ready. And eventually they may be stars, but it doesn't mean that they walk in because of their collegiate greatness. And we're seeing that in a big way. And Matt Nagy and the Bears uh, got exposed for, well, terrible leadership, terrible coaching. But you also had a guy who had who looked like a deer in the headlights. Uh, especially once Miles Garrett was getting around the edge, uh, salivating because he knew he was adding to his stats. Mm. Hey, look, Nagy knows. You know, if, if if Justin Field succeeds, the most likely scenario is I'm out and somebody else is coaching. This no, guy. but if he succeeds, then then he, look, there's already talk that he's got an extra year on the deal, and the Bears don't like paying out. Yeah, but he's got he's got to succeed to the point where boy, the Bears are in the playoffs and Fields is really good. Well, but he's gotten to the playoffs you, you two of the last three years, and and right. I've still called for his head, and I don't do that. You know that. <laughs> I've been doing this show with you. This is the the end coming near the end of the our eighth year. I don't call for guys firings very often. This one, it's been apparent since day one that he's a a coordinator who has uh, exceeded. Uh, where his uh, what is it? The Peter Principle is that is that is that what it's called? I thought you were going to say his reach exceeds his grasp. I oh, that's good too. I like you that. Like that, that sounds better. All right, good. You like that? His reach exceeds his grasp. But that that's such a small percentage of we're great and he's great. I mean, that's not going to happen unless he's Lamar Jackson, right? Because that's what happened to John Harbaugh. Hey, I'm going all in on Lamar Jackson. If he stinks, doesn't matter. I'm gone. Hey, Lamar was great right away. So now, look, he's still the head coach of the Ravens. Is Justin Fields going to be Lamar Jackson? No, of course not. So he knows if I stick with the other guy, maybe. But if I go with the, if I go with Justin Fields, he was drafted to be the next guy's head coach, right? He was drafted to be Jim Harbaugh's head coach, right? He, he was not drafted yeah. for Matt Nagy. He's for whoever is coming next. That's where he was. No, and, and he did a terrible job. 
job. You, you've got a guy with a skill set, and that's why you drafted him. And then you ignore every bit of it and put up that dreck against the Browns. Defense should be commended for holding them to what they did. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. 
Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. The Cowboys demand you talk about them because they're the Dallas Cowboys. So now if you're going to be realistic... I'm happy because if we're going to talk about the Dallas Cowboys and there's a lot to talk about with them, at least it's going to be where the Cowboys are going to lead the NFC East wire to wire for the rest of the season. So they're going to be relevant. I am thankful for this because at least, all right, if we're talking about the Cowboys, I get it, right? Like, look, after this week, are we going to talk about the Jets anymore? Oh, my God, they're awful. They're terrible. They stink. Wait, yes, wait, 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 wait. Is that what you just said? America is just celebrating right now. Yeah, I mean, You just we'll said get, we're not talking about the Jets no, anymore. Because then we, well, well listen, if they, if they keep going over, that's a story. But if they Oh, get you mean like when the, they don't score. Yeah, like, and, and wins. I mean, yeah, points and wins. I mean, but look, as we get close to the first overall pick in the draft, <laughs> all these, but look, but the Cowboys always find, oh, what about the Cowboys? The Cowboys are five and eight. They're, they're not terrible enough to warrant conversation. They're not good enough. So, but they're the Cowboys. So, oh, we got to talk about the Cowboys because every time certain teams you speak about, more people are interested in with the Cowboys and the Yankees. It's the way it goes. Mm-hmm. But the Cowboys, look, they're going to lead the NFC East for the rest of the season. All right. It may get close a little bit because the Cowboys are not good. They'll play some teams that they probably should beat and won't. But the Cowboys are clearly the best team in the East because they have the best quarterback. And that's normally enough. They have the best weapons. They have the best running back. They have everything they need to win this division. Now, they're not going to win 13 games. They're not going to be a team that fights for, hey, it could be the number one seed in home field. No, no, no. Oh, the Cowboys could be playing in L.A. All the fans from Oxnard are good. No. The Cowboys will be a nice story all year long that we can talk about. We can talk about Dak for MVP and Ezekiel Elliott and how important he really is to the team because the Cowboys will be winning and they will warrant and justify all the talking about the Dallas Cowboys that will happen. But if you're being really honest about things, the Cowboys stink. They just happen to stink less than the rest of the NFC East. They're a 9 or 10-ish win team. They're 9 and 8, 10 and 7-ish, and that's what's going to win the NFC East. So it'll be great to talk about them. They'll get to the playoffs. Maybe they win their first game, and then they go home, and it's, all oh, the Dallas Cowboys clearly showed they didn't have enough. How are they going to change the team next year? And they don't because of the way Jerry Jones spends money. They can only have enough talent for, to win 9 or 10 games. This is when everybody is healthy. When everybody is not healthy, the Cowboys win less games. But this is kind of what the Cowboys are doomed to. Right. But let's at least celebrate. And I'm happy about this because, hey, all right, we'll warrant talking about the Cowboys because the Cowboys at least are going to be in it. and They're going to be a division winning team. And I dig that about the Dallas Cowboys. Dak for MVP. I dig that, Mike Harmon. <laughs> well, there's plenty of talent on the squad. And now it's just can you keep the offensive and defensive lines somewhat intact? Right. The Lyle Collins situation is interesting suspended we find out over the weekend he tried to bribe the tester that's good 
we needed one of those stories. Well, I don't know if it's good. It. I think it's good that we found out. I mean, I don't know that it's good. It's not good for him. No, 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 but it's good for us. I mean, there's okay. some uh, some more clarity as opposed to, uh, wh- why didn't you take the test? I didn't believe in it. You know, or or whatever the case might have been of why why he didn't admit. No, he just tried to bribe a guy, which just said, uh, well, he was going to test positive for something uh, in the banned substances category. And that's a pretty large category for the National Football League. But you've had some injuries up front. You've had COVID uh, come into the front seven, uh, that defense for the Cowboys. So, yeah, it's going to be a long road to navigate because that's the other thing. You know, every, we, we do the crowning every week because, well, that's we the show's today. But the reality is we still have 14 more weeks. Going to be a lot of guys hurt. Going to be a lot of situations that get changed. And, and I don't wish injury, illness, or anything on anybody. But the reality is these teams are not going to look the same come week 17 unless you put them all in bubble wrap. And I don't know that you're allowed to play in bubble wrap. Nor would it be very effective for, well, being able to chase people down if you're a defender or run past them uh, if you're a running back or a wide receiver. But Dak's playing really well. And, and I think the, the biggest thing we're seeing in these games is he's got no ill effects of everything that went transpired over last year and into the preseason, right? Questions about his shoulder, question about his ankle. He, he's answered the ankle questions in all of these games. He's moving really well, getting out of the pocket, stepping up, making his throws, uh, running on occasion, even if they don't give him the touchdown at the goal line. All of those things uh, have been fantastic. In, and people mad about Ezekiel Elliott? All right, fine. Big game tonight, showcase. And that Tony Pollard guy still got fed a little bit too. That's a, that's a trouble. Uh, that's a problem for future opponents. And then Amari Cooper was on the injury list, played. C.D. Lamb's a stud. And now you've got a couple of tight ends that you're worried about uh, as well. And Dalton Schultz, the touchdown machine, as they called him. Uh, well, I mean, derisively. Uh, but whatever. If he's going to utilize the tight end position, well, life gets that much more difficult for you trying to slow down that offense. And do you have enough playmakers on defense? Micah Parsons covers a lot of ground, makes some plays. Uh, folks said, hey, you know, the fact that they chipped you, you know, you def- do you feel the respect? He goes, yeah, you can keep your respect, man. I don't need that. <laughs> I don't need that. So, But, you know, you got a guy that's moving side to side and, and he's chasing things down. So that's going to eliminate some of that second-level big play threats, right? The yak that has been plaguing that defense. So, yeah, it's, they're in a good spot. Certainly in the division, uh, these other teams can't get out of their way. Questions of whether Washington quit. We watched the Eagles tonight. They're not good. We'll just call it what it is. No. <laughs> right? No, and then not. the Giants are 0-3. You might have a quarterback, but you still have Jason Garrett. Yeah, that's right. I brought him back out into the forefront. It's not all Joe Judge. It's not all Gettleman. Yeah, you got Jason Garrett. That ain't helping. Oh, boy. Look at you. (laughs) You got Jason Garrett. I'm taking them all down. Fine. I got 50 more minutes to yell about Nagy, too. (laughs) Let's go. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 
Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 